Hello, and welcome back to the Outdoor Minimalist Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Carney, and I'm an outdoor and environmental writer and author of the book, Outdoor Minimalist, Waste Less Hiking, Camping, and Backpacking. Follow the link in the description to pre-order a copy of the book so you'll be the first to receive it on the date of September 1st, 2022. The Outdoor Minimalist Podcast has a goal to give listeners actionable ways to waste less hiking, camping, backpacking, and more during every step of their process. Your impact outdoors starts long before you hit the trail and goes beyond leave no trace ethics. You'll learn how to identify sustainable outdoor brands, how to ask hard questions regarding sustainability, and begin to shift and evolve your mindset to integrate minimalism into all of your outdoor pursuits. Have you ever wished you could get a doctor's note to go take a hike? Well, in episode 26 of the Outdoor Minimalist podcast, we discuss parkscriptions, your prescription to get outside. It's no secret that we often feel better after spending just 20 minutes outside, whether we're sitting and forest bathing or on a walk in a local park. The physical and mental benefits are astounding. There are several movements that focus on helping people get outside more often, and many organizations like the National Park Service and Recreate Northwest that make opting outdoors much easier. To help me discuss what parkscriptions are and how you can start to fit this idea into your daily life, I'd like to introduce Todd Ellsworth. Todd Ellsworth likes to play outside, go on adventures with family and friends, and give back to his community. In 2013, Ellsworth turned his passion into a profession, founding the Bellingham-based nonprofit Recreation Northwest. The organization's mission to teach the health benefits of nature, promote outdoor recreation, and steward the places we play guides his work. Recreation Northwest provides opportunities for people to be introduced to beginner and intermediate experiences, learning outdoor recreation skills, enjoying the health benefits of being mindful outdoors through immersive experiences in nature, and have a local guide to connect our parks and our people together through adventure and storytelling. Before we get to the episode, just a reminder that the Outdoor Minimalist Patreon is still available. Head over to theoutdoorminimalist.com to find out more about our patron exclusives and our listener support program. Adventuring plans on your calendar? Remember to grab your Lava Linens travel towel on your way out the door. Founded by a mother-daughter team, Lava Linens crafts durable, luxurious travel towels as a more sustainable and better performing alternative to microfiber and cotton towels. Powered by flax and hemp, they're designed to be by your side for years to come. Use the code OUTDOORMINIMALIST for 15% off your next order. So thanks for joining me today, Todd. I'm looking forward to learning more about your organization and the importance of parkscriptions. But before we jump into all of that, I also want to know more about you and how you got involved in outdoor recreation and how it fits into your life today. Well, thanks for having me today, Meg. I... I'm fortunate that I have parents that introduced me to the outdoors in our family throughout my childhood and my life. Being involved with them camping, being involved with the Boy Scout, and just being a general outdoor recreationist has really just led my life pursuits and activities. Yeah, so what types of activities do you really like? I am a committed commuter cyclist. I'm a all-around cyclist, mountain biking, I love road biking, and I paddle, I ski, I love snow sports, I enjoy hiking, I enjoy walking, really just anything to get me out in the great outdoors, to get out and explore, and just enjoy being outside in nature is just what drives me and fuels my passion to get other people outside. 
Awesome. Yeah, you have very well-rounded pursuits in outdoor recreation. That's so cool. So I guess the first thing that I wanted to talk about with you to give people a better background into the topic is a little bit more about your organization, Recreation Northwest. So what is that and what are your main areas of focus? Thank you, Recreation Northwest. I am the founder and executive director. We started back in 2013. And at the time, I built the organization on a multi-sport race that I had founded back in 2001 called the Bellingham Traverse. It was a very community-facing oriented event. And really, it was the genesis of Recreation Northwest to get us off the ground back in 2013. We have evolved tremendously over the years as a consequence of our own growth, but then more recently because of COVID, we've shifted our business model um, tremendously. We used to host large scale events for the outdoor recreation community, both public facing and inward facing for the recreation industry as a whole. We also have a stewardship project in Fairhaven Park that has really been our one consistent piece that's carried through over the years. We adopted a local area and a park and built wetland trail and boardwalk to provide better community access for the public into a public park in a, a forest, an urban forest. And then our parkscriptions program where we worked with local healthcare providers and have evolved to create outdoor recreational programming have really been the, the core of what we have done and leading to now what we're hoping to be able to offer or are offering as we move into 2022 and into the future. And so as a consequence of the evolution of our programs, we've also updated our mission and our vision and our values to reflect the work that we do. And so I'm, I'm happy to share this is a you heard it here first folks moment because we just updated and had our new mission approved by our board of directors earlier in the month. So the new mission that outlines and really drives the work we do is that we teach the health benefits of nature, promote outdoor recreation, and steward the places where we play. And our vision as an organization is community connected to nature. And the values that drive this work are fun, respect, positivity, and leadership. And so with, with all of that uh, really as the foundation, we're creating opportunities, experiences for the public to engage with us, to, to get outside and enjoy the space around us. Yeah, I love that new mission, which seems really related to your original mission as well. But are all of your programs just based in Washington? Because are you located in Bellingham? We are located in the fourth corner of the Northwest. Uh, our headquarters are in Bellingham, and that's another evolution in our organization. Up into 2019 and the beginning of 2020, we were actually working on a statewide level and scope. And just with the pandemic, we've really shifted to hone in and focus and be hyper-local, really just focusing on getting people out in local city and local parks here within a short radius just around our, our great town of Bellingham. 
Very cool. I think all of your programming is very interesting and impactful, but I am most interested in talking about parkscriptions. So you touched a little bit on how you started to transition towards that, but what was the main draw or specific thing that led you to wanting to pursue the parkscriptions idea? It actually goes back to one of our board members, Pamela Joel. She's a researcher and had a contract with the National Park Service down in San Francisco. It was a group of folks down there partnering with the Institute for the Golden Gate that really started this, what we refer to as a movement in America, in the United States. And this goes back to, it was actually some New Zealanders idea to have doctors prescribe outdoor time and activity in local parks. And so ParkRx was developed out of the National Park Service. Our board member, Pamela, looked at it because she was doing contract work for them and said, hey, this work that they're doing down there, this sounds like it really aligns with our mission and this needed here in Whatcom County. Let's explore that as an organization. And so we did. We dove in and staff and volunteers started putting together really a scope of work where we then came across another group in Washington, D.C., Park Rx America, who have a mapping tool that was created for doctors by doctors to help prescribe outdoor activities by assigning local parks for people to get outdoors into. And so in our first years of exploring this back in 2016 and into 2017, we were able to get some really strong buy-in from a local clinic with Family Care Network. And we identified a couple doctors that they knew would be really interested in engaging this and integrating it into their practice. And so for the first couple of years, we had a couple outdoor recreation champions that really were our prescriptions leaders in integrating this into their practice. But the challenge was that the tool of mapping had its limitations and also just for the doctors to just simply tell people to go to a park while it worked for some it didn't work for many and what we really came to realize as we talked to the doctors got their feedback was that what people really need which was really surprising for me to learn is that there's many people that are just don't feel comfortable going outdoors alone or even in groups of their families and so we looked at the needs and the opportunities, and by 2019, we're making the intentional shift to start offering outdoor programming for people, the underserved, or just people that need it really for their mental health. And so we started this transition a long time ago, and the pandemic was just a big road bump for us being able to do this. But now that we've moved through most of this and we've shifted our business completely, we are now offering that programming to help people be comfortable as we hold their hands, taking them outside. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense because I could see some people really kind of latching on to that actual park scription or RX, whatever, go to a park, get outside. It's good for your mental and physical health from a doctor. But also it's really interesting that your role is kind of creating the opportunity then for them to actually pursue that effectively because it looks a little different for everyone and can be intimidating in so many different ways, but it really doesn't have to be a big grand adventure is kind of the vibe that I'm getting from you. It's just you should opt to get outside for X amount of time every day because it'll make you feel better. 
Absolutely. And so one thing that we're actually moving to offer to create frequency and, and, and easier access for people is we're going to be hosting daily walks and hikes in local Bellingham parks and charging people a nominal fee of only $15 for a two-hour experience. So what would that kind of look like if someone were to attend that type of hike? Would it just be you have a leader or are they also giving you instructions on how to go and do this on your own accord or local flora and fauna? We essentially have two different layers of what we're going to be offering. The daily experiences, that that inexpensive $15 time outdoors with us, we will have one of our guides take people out and really will be touching on being mindful in the outdoors, but it won't be a full immersive experience. We have other experiences that we charge more for that's more in the $40 range where you have that specifically the activity that you're doing is going out for a mindfulness activity out in the woods. Or we also have, as you were suggesting, more outdoor recreation and nature education experiences where we're teaching about local flora and fauna, different naturalist topics, and then also outdoor recreation skills and experiences on longer hikes throughout Bellingham's parks or even in the Chuckanut Mountains. So we kind of have two layers of ways that people can engage with us to, to offer some variety and, and levels of learning and experience for our, for our guests. So I'm not sure how you would measure this or gauge this, but from your experience in introducing people to this Parkscriptions idea and kind of helping them find local places to easily get outside, do you think that it has been really helpful to a lot of novice hikers or beginners, people entering the outdoors? Like, do you think they take a lot from one experience and then are they're able to venture on their own or do you see them returning often? I will say that with with the experience that we had with the doctors that we were engaged with, for those that were integrating this into their clinics and, and conversations with their patients, they were seeing great return and and exciting advances in their patients' mental and consequently physical health. That's more on the medical side of things. The challenge for us is with HIPAA barriers, it's hard for us to do tracking and really dive into this. And so that was just another barrier for us to to move forward with the healthcare industry. But as far as us now offering these programs and doing this stuff, this is something that we just launched in the last six months now. And so we're just now getting traction and people are showing up for our experiences. So we don't have enough of a long tail to see repeat visitors. Our surveys and follow-up questions from the guests that we've had have been very responsive and very positive and they're excited to engage with us and learn from our guides. So we're taking that knowledge and that's how we're trying to create more experiences that we think people need and would appreciate. Yeah, I wasn't sure how you would be able to measure that type of thing. So that is interesting to hear about the surveys and stuff. Also, in your experience, do you have a certain amount of time that you recommend to people to go outside? I know that you're not necessarily the medical professional prescribing the time out to people, but do you think that they're if they're integrating this into their daily life, do you think something like as small as 10 to 15 minutes is sufficient or do you encourage people to go longer? 
I think that the literature says 15 minutes, but I would encourage people to go longer. Yeah, but they might still see benefits or something if they are really short on time. It's just trying to work it in that 15 minute window kind of makes sense as like throwing it out there as a starting point. Yes, and that and that's the getting outdoors part. But then also, it's been really rewarding to see, again, this movement taking shape and getting support, even from the academic healthcare community. And there's more and more research and reports coming out on this. And, and one of the interesting things that complements people going outside into nature is also bringing nature inside to help with the feeling of being outdoors. So some examples are hospitals that really try and open up the the patients to be able to just view the outdoors. Or if they don't have windows in areas that are more closed in, that they simply have pictures of plants or plants themselves. And really trying to bring nature inside has also shown health benefits to increase for people's mental health and well-being. That's really interesting because that is something I think would be really easy for people to integrate into their personal life because how you decorate your home then can kind of revolve around those natural elements and bring those types of feelings there as well. Yes, absolutely. And since so many more and more people are working from home and in their home offices, we encourage people to put a picture of a plant or have a plant. I want to continue talking about Parkscriptions, but I also want to talk about a few of your other programs because you have a lot of different public health campaigns. And so a lot of those you discussed, and it's just getting people more involved in their communities and more involved in the natural spaces that already exists. And these concepts are really interesting to me and inspiring, but do you see them integrated in a lot of other areas in the country, or is it pretty isolated to the Northwest, or how can other people start to pursue and adapt them in their cities? What's been interesting is to see how this movement has spread across the country. It comes from one of three different angles or maybe two working together. And this is really following along the Parks RX outline of this. It really comes down to parks, providers, and programs. And so with the Parks RX program, that's the National Park Service because they're the manager of these parks. They're creating programs to get people outside. And that model kind of leaves the healthcare providers out of it. Other models are actually, it's healthcare providers that are taking it on themselves to do this and integrate this in their practice. We've watched this, followed this, and been part of this. And I've talked to people across the country trying to create programs and keep them running and going. And that's the biggest uphill battle is just continued support and funding for these types of programs because it is such a new thing. And the literature is just being built up to support this. And that's where we've shifted to kind of wait on getting the medical industry behind this and really encouraging people to focus on creating programs in local parks. So the movement is still strong across the country. There, there's different champions that do this from a variety of different communities. And whether it's the parks departments leading this, it, it just varies, and it's really interesting to see. What kind of really lacks is a common body of knowledge and community between the outfits, organizations, and agencies that are trying to do this. Yeah, so there's not necessarily one outline for people to kind of look at and pick up and apply in their own areas. It's just kind of like everyone's building their own version of it. 
Yes. And it just, it usually comes from a handful of people that have passion and interest and quote unquote, get it. So fortunately here in Washington state, we have in last year's legislature, they passed a bill to explore a Parks RX model. And one my colleague, Elizabeth Nelson, she serves on a steering committee now for the state to try and help figure out what we as a state can do to approach this model. And so again, we're trying to help lead people down the path to create programming to have people have somewhere to go when they do go outside. And then eventually we'll loop back around to healthcare providers and say, hey, here's these programs for people send them our way. When you say healthcare providers, I don't want to get too deep into this, but I'm just curious on a surface level. Do you mean just doctors that you would go to for a general health checkup? Or are you also talking like therapists and psychiatrists? Both. We originally started with Family Care Network, which is primarily primary care physicians, you know, your family doctor. But as we got traction around this and visibility, we started hearing from the mental health community and then tried to expand into integrating it into more mental health counseling groups as well. So a lot of it is just really anyone that works in the healthcare industry that's, that's interested in sharing really this philosophy that nature is good for your mental health in finding ways for them to to share that with their patients. Did you see a kind of more of a push and more of a shift for getting outside during COVID, like shutdowns and even now because working from home, you're more isolated and it is still difficult in some areas to get together with people, especially with the new variants and things like that. The silver lining in the early days of the pandemic was that people were finding that nature was a healer and while shut down and everything, we didn't necessarily have to stay locked in our homes and more and more people were getting outside and finding recreation as a new lifestyle. Yeah. And the good news is you don't necessarily need a prescription to go outside from your doctor. You can just go and do it. So I'm wondering if someone is intimidated by getting outside or just not sure how to start, what would you recommend to them? Come join us on a trip. Well, what if they don't live in Washington? (laughs) There are plenty of community recreation groups that exist, whether it's hiking, walking, biking, paddling, just being. Look for those local outdoor recreation activity clubs or other social type of groups to connect with the community of people outdoors. Yeah, I do think that a lot of cities and parks, they do offer a lot of different types of programming for all levels. So just doing a little bit of research in your specific area can be really helpful. But if people do live in the Bellingham area or I guess anywhere in Washington, they could probably find you or find programs. So how can people sign up for those? All of our stuff is on our website at recreationnorthwest.org. And I believe you also have social media. So is that just Recreation Northwest on all of the platforms? Yes. And as far as the different programming that you offer, what is your recommendation? Really just depends on what you want to experience and what you want to learn. We offer short walks in local neighborhood parks and longer hikes through some of those same parks and then even longer hikes up in the Chuckanuts. Caleb, our main naturalist, also does great courses 
outdoors in our parks, really from a, a, a naturalist standpoint, whether it's learning local fungi, wildlife tracking, astronomy night hikes. Yesterday, we talked about starting a new one on moss and lichen. Really, one of the elements that we're really looking to, to share with people is we not only want them to feel comfortable when they are outdoors, but then to take the learning that they have to really create a better sense of place whether they're just visiting or they're new to Bellingham or they've lived here for decades, just to have people feel really more of that connection to the nature around them. Yeah, I love that because you can find adventure right in your backyard. And I feel like that your organization is really representing that you don't have to travel deep into the mountains to have an enlightening or impactful experience outside. Yeah, and we've really intentionally narrowed our geographic scope to just stay in Bellingham city limits and do front country experiences as opposed to back country experiences. Really just to be able to let people know there's nature right here. You don't have to go too far. Yes, you can get out and do this on a daily basis or on a longer time on a weekend or but just, you know, get to know what's around you. Awesome. Well, are there any other final points that you wanted to add? Well, one of the other pieces that I'm really excited about because it's starting to literally take root is in our stewardship area in Fairhaven Park. We're evolving our work there to build on the mitigation sites that we have as a result of our wetland boardwalk. What we've done is opened up our mitigation sites and we've essentially named them for what they are, which is native plant gardens. But we've really created this opportunity for people to engage with our stewardship work. And we're now evolving to transform a former blackberry patch that we removed earlier last year to create a natural space and an outdoor classroom for local environmental education groups that work predominantly with children. And also have this space just be an outdoor passive space for the public to use to just sit and be in and enjoy this little slice of nature in the city of Bellingham's Fairhaven Park. And so we're we're excited to bring this concept that other communities have used, but to start integrating this into one of our local city parks and hopefully use this as an example to implement in other city parks around town so these educational groups and individuals can get outside, feel like they're in a safe space that's dedicated to the appreciation, enjoyment, and learning about nature. Wow, yeah, that sounds amazing. And it'll be really interesting to watch how that grows, like you're saying, to integrate it into more areas and to watch other cities in Washington hopefully adopt similar programs. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to jump on the show and talk about all of the Recreation Northwest missions, but especially the park descriptions. Excellent. Thanks, Meg, for your time. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you hear, let me know. Leave a review and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. New content has begun to appear on the Outdoor Minimalist Patreon. Head over to theoutdoorminimalist.com for more information about our listener support and patron exclusives. You can still find me on Instagram at outdoor.minimalist.book. Follow there for daily updates, other educational resources, and to help build an outdoor community with a shared goal to create a better outdoor space as we recreate.